The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Where's the 30 yeah, for 30 on Phil Simms and Bill Parcells? No, the whole and Parcells the era with the Giants exactly. would be fascinating. How can that not be a 30 for 30, Bill? Well, one, there's it's uh, it's a new world or an old world back then, so there's not video much of anything, and especially our interactions during practice. So his favorite, I always say this, played under Bill Parcells for eight years. Of course, we had great success. And when he retired, I had to come home and check my birth certificate to see if my first name began with a P or an F. Because for eight years, I was F and Sims. <laughs> F and Sims. F and Sims. It just it never ended. Well, you, can spell, you can spell Phil with an F, you know, depending. Well, I guess you can. Yeah. One, of, one of my teammates once said, you know, you should just write FS so like Lawrence Taylor does LT. And I go, what? Excuse me? What'd you say? He goes, FS. I said, hmm, I thought I heard you say that. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. America is partially opening up and partially closing, closing down, and uh, some places are open. Harris Casino reopens, uh, Harry. Uh, with safety protocol, including disinfectant mist for slot machines and tables. Nice. They're gonna have those misters like they do in Arizona when you're outside and it's mm-hmm. a dry heat and it's like 105, but uh-huh. there's no moisture. And then the spritzes come down and it feels good. It feels great. That yes. air is not even. That water's not even super cold. It's just regular water. Mm-hmm. But when it hits the atmosphere, when it evaporates, yeah. it has you, a cooling effect. And you have to bring that on golf because the people have the misters on the golf courses out there. So now wait, they're gonna put a mister inside. Wait, what? This is Harris Philadelphia Casino, one of our sponsors back in the day mm-hmm. when Harry and I did a lot of shows out there. Yeah. They've reopened, and uh, as of today, as a matter of fact, it says here, there are hand sanitizing stations throughout the facility, uh, of course, signs for social distancing, but they even have a special gun that sprays a mist that disinfects the slot machines and tables. Misters. Wow. Not Mr. Mister, of course. Oh, yes. Who did Broken Wings, I believe, was their biggest hit, was it not? <laughs> Josie? Mr. Mister. Was it called Broken Wings? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Come on, man. It was like the mid 80s, right? I want to say, uh, yeah. So take these broken wings. <laughs> Come on. Did they have another hit, Mr. Mister? Uh, uh, Kyrie. I hope so. Kyrie. Oh, yes. Yes. That's too religious right now. They can't play that song yeah. anymore. People would, for, would think that is a Christian song, and then they would riot and tear down a church somewhere. That's great Mr. Mr. Knowledge right there. Like, a, is, uh, is Tom Brady to blame? Oh, there we go. For this uh, shutdown in Florida? Probably. You saw yeah, what he's doing, right? Yeah, Gronk's out. You don't think Gronk loose in Florida oh, is spreading the Verona all over the place? Totally. But Tom Brady's, like, sticking the middle finger, not only to the NFL, but to everybody. Every just, Ron DeSantis, it doesn't matter who it Bruce is. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. God, they were good, man, Mr. Mister. This was soft rock back Relax. in the days, They man. had two songs. No, they had a lot of greatest hits. What? Got their greatest hits album right here, eh? <laughs> they had uh, Uniform of Youth. Oh, you ever hear of it? Hunters of the Night. You never heard that song. Uh, Kyrie, Is It Love? Okay. There's a Kyrie and... I know. I think that those are the only no, two. No, let me yeah. give you. Here's another one. Let me play a little bit no, of this No, you can't, one. Tony. You haven't switched it over, so don't do it. Don't you dare, Robin. How don't dare do you? Don't <laughs> do it, Tony. <laughs> Here it is. That's Kyrie. Yeah. That's not the other hit. Those are the two hits we can all identify. And I'm not that looking means... at B-sides, Harry. I'm the only two hits. the guys in the right. band can identify. Are you kidding me? 
That is what a hit is. Yes. You're going to tell me what ones, a hit is? If you can't identify it. He's been it. playing the hits for 50 years. <laughs> Talk this up. The best variety from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and today. Let's kick it back to 1984, Harry. But Mr. Mister, give me a little bass track right here now. Mm -mm -mm. It's too long of an intro. Yeah, it is a long You have to do the trailer. forecast over this. Cloudy tonight, high of 85. Tomorrow, 92. Oh, I stepped on it. Damn. Stepped oh, on damn it. I needed to do it from the beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tony, you suck. I do suck. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> now, if that did happen, let's say you know, you're know you an FM DJ and you're uh -huh. talking it up and right. you talked over the start of the oh, song, would, would the program director oh, yeah. buzz the, the... Matt Nahagian would call in from San Francisco <laughs> um, and say, what oh, What happened? I mean, just happened. You there. stepped on the vocal. I know. God, Harry, <laughs> if I close my eyes, yeah. it is so It's him. him. It's him. It's him. I'm telling you, 10 years with that guy. He's, he's invaded my brain. And I can't shake it. I said it. When I retire, what I want to do, I want to live somewhere where there's a lighthouse. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go up in the lighthouse and just play music late night. I'm going to do like a late night. Look at Smooth jazz kind of show. Oh, now, like now, soft rock. Now, will you change the lights, the colors oh, yeah. of the lights in the, the lighthouse, lighthouse to match? Yeah. It'd be like Absolutely. a DJ show. Exactly. You'd be like Diplo. But I won't be playing any house or trance or oh. any of that stuff. I won't be playing that kind of stuff. I'll be, and I'll have an open phone line. And so I'll take requests while I'm up there in the lighthouse. Sort of like Adrian Barbeau did in The Fog, remember? <laughs> she was a DJ in Bodega Bay. Remember the original Fog, Adrian uh -huh. Barbeau? I remember Adrian Barbeau. She was in the Fog, okay. the original one. And she was playing, she was a DJ. Mm. Was and she up course, inside a lighthouse? Yes, that's where her studio was. See, folks out there, let me tell you, <laughs> if Tony could live in a lighthouse, oh, yeah. he would be in hog heaven. What's the obsession with the lighthouse? I, know, I just love them, man. Just a good vibe up there. Mm -hmm. Just chill. And, you know, what better place for a DJ to just sit there and chill with the audience? You know, now, you open up the request lines, some horny woman with a right. real Remember, play Misty See, for me? See, that's what you're thinking. Play yeah, that's, that's the me? Clint Eastwood movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he in the lighthouse, too? <laughs> no. It was no He lighthouse. was in a studio. <laughs> was his number 610-632? Yes, yes. Now, will you be wearing your Gordon's Fisherman's outfit Absolutely. in the lighthouse? You know, because there may be, like, ghosts. There may be, like, the savages coming out. From shipwrecks right. coming back to a exact revenge on the people who lived there back. Sort of like now with these Antifa rioters. Right. Except they'd be all these pirates who come back because they were killed when they crashed into the into the rocks. Mm -hmm. And that jetty right before the lighthouse. And they killed them. They have to come back and, and exact revenge. Right. Except they won't be able to get into my lighthouse, Harry. <laughs> I'll have barbed wire up there. I'll have it electrified. I'll have a moat in front of my my lighthouse. Ain't nobody getting get more up and more well, complicated. Well, usually there is water around a lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, I know, but usually. I want to make sure there's no way they can get in. There's only one way in and one way out, Harry. <laughs> What's the Mount Rushmore of lighthouses, Harry? <laughs> well, I got to go with Cape Hatteras. That's the number one. Okay. It is the most photographed and most recognizable lighthouse in America, maybe the world. There's Harry. one up at Bar Harbor, Maine that's pretty that's popular. That's Bahaba. Come yeah. on, Harry. I was up there. Bahamas Baha Bull Harry says <laughs> that you're changing your name to Delilah Bruno. Yes. Yeah. Bahamas Bowl Harry? Wow, there's a Bahamas Bowl Harry now on the Twitch yeah. stream, Harry. Harry's a, now, did, did you go to the Bahamas Bowl? No. Temple never played in the Bahamas No, but Bowl. they could have. Their, their conference has an affiliation with it. Why would they not want to go there instead of going to these, like, 
middle of nowhere, cold weather, crappy weather, empty stadium bowls. They at also, least if the stadium's going to be empty, you're in the Bahamas. Right. They also have one for the Hawaii Bowl, I think, and they've never gone. That's a long trip. It is that's expensive. <laughs> now a lot of lighthouse jokes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. You know you, who know who loves lighthouses more than I do, Robin. And if he sees a lighthouse when we're on vacation, he has to stop. Is that right? Like, exactly. Oh my God! And if I, go if I, well, and I, I, I actually when I do uh, when I get my my trip tick from uh, right. AAA, remember those? Yeah. Before there was uh, when, before there was uh, navigation, mm-hmm. you call AAA and say, "Hey, I'm driving down." The and they'd send and you all the directions exactly, and, yeah, and yeah. you'd have that line going all the way down 95. Like you don't know to keep going south on 95 to get to Florida. Right. Well, you got to put the Harbor Town Lighthouse in there. I went to the Harbor. It took right. Robin there a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Harbor Town. And the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse. And the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Yeah, that's is a good another one. Classic. Let me tell yeah. you, I've seen more lighthouses <laughs> since I've been with Damn Tony right, than man. I've ever had in my Damn life. Right. Wow. <laughs> this is your official lighthouse leader <laughs> now, do on you, your radio dial. Do you go to the souvenir shop afterwards Absolutely. if there is one? And Absolutely. Have Come you ever on. seen our Christmas tree? <laughs> 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 do you have like a charm bracelet with little lighthouses no, on it? No, from all the I, I do not have that. Well, although Tony might. That's need what one. you get her for Christmas. Uh, absolutely, I always buy a little trinket when I go into the gift shop. Yeah, <laughs> you remind me of a trinket guy. I'm a trinket. Chachkis, yep. chachkis all over. Not Joni loves chachki. That's a different thing. I never buy any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Got to get the good lighthouse magnet for that the bridge. That was a bad spinoff. What Joni, Joni loves, loves chachki. chachki. Yeah, yeah. I hate to do it. Was that Scott Bayo in there? Yes. I yes. hate to Scott. I, and, I hate to do and it. And Aaron too, Moran. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Did she go broke or something? Did she have like a things went terribly wrong? Well, I, I think she she was an alcoholic. Didn't she be have an alcohol problem? I don't know. <laughs> Day two of Tony in the Lighthouse. These friggin' steps is an outrage. It's an outrage. Yeah, you need an elevator in your lighthouse. <laughs> I didn't saw one of those lifts or, outside. Or one of the ones that go up the steps. Like yes. The, the, you know, the, that sort of hugs the rail of your steps yes. and you except, sit on it. Except lighthouses that go around. They're serpentine. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. It's going to be still... hard to make one of those stair climber things for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God, I can see you. Right now. I can, too. In a Gordon's Fisherman A lot of them are for sale, you know. Yeah. You can buy one, and then you're, the only thing you have to do is change the light bulb. So the lighthouse come. market is depressed right it, now. It really is. No, I think, it's, I think it's jumping again. Except I don't want one like on the Great Lakes where they, all, all you do is sit there, and there's nothing but waves crashing every night. Right, right. And you can't get anywhere because you're in the middle of the Great Lake. Looking out for the Edmund Fitzgerald. Exactly. Yeah. You'll be down with the Edmund Fitzgerald <laughs> if you stay out there long enough. You know what I'm saying? Got to be someplace nice. Yeah. I think Tony somewhere With room to another, entertain. I got to have room to entertain like they have on all these HGTVs. Somewhere or another, there's stuff. a sunset. Remember those Sunset Magazine books? Yeah. Yes. Of houses. There was one about like all these homes that were rebuilt, or all these different types of buildings that were rebuilt into homes. Mm-hmm. One of them was a lighthouse, and it had a bookcase that went all the way oh, up yeah. the inside of the lighthouse. Yeah. Right. And Tony like had it displayed somewhere. Well, there's one in Groton, Connecticut, where my yes. sister lives. She lives right near That's the water. That's where the submarine base is. There. Exactly. Yes, they go out there. that inlet there. But there's a little lighthouse because I was out in the boat the one day, and we went near it. There's no land. It's just the lighthouse I know. foundation in the middle of the water. Love and no this guy thanks. takes a a rowboat. Yeah, I told you about that the, would be you. I told you about the brother <laughs> no. lighthouse out in in the Richmond, California, right off in San Francisco, right off of Oakland. Uh-huh. There's the two brothers. They're two rock islands in the middle of the bay. Right. And one of them has a lighthouse on it. Yeah. And I spent the night there. It's a bed and breakfast. Wow. It's awesome, Mary. Nobody's a big lighthouse freak there. than I am. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. No. That was uh, that was back in the good old I days. I could okay. maybe do one night. 
but I could certainly not live well, in Well, there's got to be one at Montauk, too. Oh, yeah, right? they're everywhere. Eastern Love Long lighthouses. Island. I may do a lighthouse tour this summer. There's no sports. I'm just going to say, screw it. Let's just go out and do shows from lighthouses every night. Seabirds okay, Golf. A, as long as I can get a line up there, as long right. as I get a signal. Seabirds Golf 94. <laughs> this is Tony Bruno from Lighthouse 6. He'll keep the light on for you. Exactly right, baby. <laughs> exactly right. Joey Binoco had another good one, too. He said, McMullen and Tony, road trip of Great Lighthouses of America, coming soon to Travel Channel. Exactly right. <laughs> John McMullen is going to join us. we got football to talk about. A lot of NBA, too, Harry. we got the uh, Willie Cauley-Stein now is the latest. Yeah, he's opted out, right? Yeah, because his, his, well, it's not his wife. It's his uh, partner. is expecting a baby next month in July, yeah. which is next week, actually. So he's the sixth pick in 2015. You know, he was traded to the Mavericks and only played 13 games for them this year before the thing shut down. So he will not be going with Dallas. Dallas is a seven seed, so they still have something to play for. Who drafted him? Sacramento? Sacramento, Sacramento say, yeah, Kings. Yeah. And uh, went to Dallas, 27 years old. So Willie Cauley-Stein is the latest Maverick center or player who is now opting out of the bubble situation down there in Florida. We'll talk more basketball. John McMullen on the NFL next. We'll find out if he has three dogs and has somebody cleaning his pool when he joins us next. So stick around. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts and don't forget the popular if we're gonna die let us die drunk at least plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information there are those who stand forever ready ready to defend the nation Ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Hey, folks, this is Tony Bruno, and you can now hear my show weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 211. You know me, I've been around forever, and I'm an essential service, along with my man Harry Mays, where we talk about sports, right, Harry? Yes, and even outside the world of sports, which unfortunately is the world we're living in right now, Tony. But we have fun doing it every day. So tune in for the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays, weekday afternoons, 3 p.m. on Dan Patrick Radio 211, and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in your house. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our pre 
premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry just having fun. You don't get much lighthouse talk these days in sports. And I think it's a, I think that's an underserved market out there. Harry. I think so, too. You know how many people love lighthouses? I'm sure John McMullen, when he's driving around the country mm. and he sees a lighthouse, he says, I need to go up there. I need to go up there to get a better view. Well, there's one down in Cape May, right? Well, I love the Cape yeah. May Courthouse. Absolutely. There's one in the Barnegat Inlet, too. The Barnegat Lighthouse. Let's go to a man who knows his lighthouses and he knows his football. <laughs> he is our NFL and Eagles insider. A man who's blowing up. We still haven't had the breaking news about the big news that was supposed to happen with him today. Do we have an official confirmation now? Oh, yeah. He said at the end of the week it was supposed That's to be right. a big announcement. Let's bring in John McMullen. John, what, what do you have the information for us right now? Yeah, it was those clinical trials, Tony. Uh, Sprite and uh, chicken noodle soup to try to get sports back on uh, back on track. There it is. John McMullen was running his own <laughs> clinical trials disobeying Dr. Fauci and saying it's up to me to get clinical trials, something that will, will, con will basically contain and stifle the coronavirus. So it's a therapeutic. It's, it's a therapeutic. Not, it's, it's not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. All right. There's Although a big some, difference. Some people no, want like chicken soup uh, injected into their veins. You know when you yeah. say inject that into my yeah, veins yeah. when you see something cool? So that's what it was. That's the big news. Uh, I, I, I am still not in, in the loop of the big news. So I, actually, I, I have no further information on the big news. So you were bra that was you made that up about the clinical trial. By the way, is the McGang is the McGangbang sandwich? Was, I thought that was pretty evident. That, that was I beautiful. That no, not me. I try to believe everything. I follow Babylon B. Their stuff is realistic too, and I believe that story. Now, John, uh, of course, the big story today in the National Football League is Ezekiel Elliott. His pool cleaner is now suing him for allegedly allowing his dogs to ambush her while she was out there cleaning his pool. Your thoughts allegedly ambushed her. Well, I'm a dog guy, so I always uh, err on the side of the dogs. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. And, and, and dogs in general, I mean, they, can, they know dog people versus non-dog people. So I'm always going to give them the benefit of so the So you're doubt. now saying not, that the pool cleaner... has nothing to do with Ezekiel Elliott. has nothing to do with the pool cleaner. Dogs are the best. At, at judging people. I don't think there's any question about that. So then you are now confirming your suspicion that it was all on the pool cleaner's fault that Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott's Rottweiler first went out and allegedly yeah, ambushed her by the leg and her arm, and then the two bulldogs went out there and dragged her, uh, I, I, and they I went for the legs. No, I have a bulldog, and, and my bulldog is only going to, is the sweetest thing in the world, so. It depends how they're raised, obviously. Yes. But, and this is Twitter, so we have to give an opinion. 
immediately on social media, right? So, now, this is Twitch. you got to give an opinion because people Twitch, are waiting for Twitter, you. Twitter, social media in general, I should have said. So if i got to give an immediate opinion, I'm going to err on the side of the dog. I, I would, question too. About it. So you don't have one of those bulldogs that's all slop, sloppy all the time and farts all the time, do you? No, nah, mine's a beagle bulldog. Oh, so it's, okay. Uh, it's, 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 it's uh, uh, half and half, so. It's got a little snorting, but no drooling. <laughs> Not the British Bulldogs, WWE superstars back in the day, as you remember. Now, Matilda uh, of the British Bulldogs. They used to bring a bulldog to the ring. That's Come on, right. Tony, you know that. See, I just I knew I couldn't stump you with, with old-school wrestling he, knowledge. He was tweeting Pedro Morales the other day. <laughs> uh, a video. Well, was, uh, it was Pedro was Morales and I think <clears throat> uh, Morocco, uh, the, the surfing guy. What, yes. what was his name? The Magnificent Morocco. Magnificent Morocco. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some Magnificent Moroccas in my day, but that's a different... Uh, that was in a magazine that somebody slipped me once. It was like in 1981 at the Spectrum. Now, that was from the Spectrum. Yeah. Right. So somebody right. put that up there in the old school Spectrum. Uh, remember Prism, the Prism Network. Sure. They used to have the, uh, the TV shows each month. And, mm -hmm. and you had that uh, Spectrum Matt. Uh, which actually made it, uh, you know, nowhere else in the country. America's show place. Exactly. Even Dave Zinkoff used to do some of the ringing that. Mm -hmm. People forget that. Uh, absolutely. Did he do a Sixers uh, podcast after the show? Did he do late night with Dave Zinkoff? <laughs> I'm sure he did. Two I'm minutes sure left did. in the program? <laughs> and take calls two from minutes. sexy women who wanted to hear Dave Zinkoff do two, three, now that's, three uh, that to make two. That is one of the greatest. Uh, PA announcers of all time. Hall of Fame. He's in the there. Hall of Fame. He is? Yeah. Yes. He's in the Basketball Hall of Fame, Dave Zinkoff. Wow. Everybody's similar now. There's no instinctive uh, um, differences in character to it. So, yeah, I miss I miss the days of Dave Zinkoff. Well, John, what do you think of uh, the GOAT channeling FDR? Tom Brady well, used uh, FDRs. The only thing we have to fear no, is did he get fear canceled itself. Well, he, he put it out on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I will say it's kind of strange that, I, look, I, I, and I've said this consistently, and, you know, I, I, the KBO's playing. We see that. We see Korean baseball. You see the English Premier League. You see the German Soccer League is going. Uh, NBA's ramping up Major League Baseball. Rugby uh, in New Zealand. Where right. You can't get and, any yeah, close. You can't well, even New get Zealand closer. Didn't have, New Zealand didn't even get impacted, really. But the NHL, obviously, uh, I think uh, the Indy 500 came out and said they're going to put fans in the stands in August. Everybody is playing. Everybody's starting up. Adam Silver came out today and said, you know, you're not going to outrun the virus. you got to live with it. It's not going away. So I, I don't understand this hand wringing. I'm with Tom Brady. You, you got to be safe. You, you got to. It's it's a calculated risk. You know the NFL has what they're going to have infection control officers. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's part of the training staff, and you have to go through these protocols. Maybe they should get insurance <laughs> uh, risk analysts. Maybe they should get actuaries and say, this is the risk, this is not the risk. Because, I mean, let's be honest, pro football is not the safest thing to do for mm -hmm. a living in general. Uh, you're, you're really, look at somebody like Alex Smith. 
in, in, in immediate terms, but everybody talks about CTE and head trauma long term. Uh, there's a risk in playing this game. And like I said, if you bring those actuaries in it, you're not going to get sick from a disease that affects the elderly. Now, Malcolm Jenkins was on CNN. He brought up some good points, not just about the players. The players are probably going to be healthy because they are healthy. Uh, and they don't have, for the most part, um, any impacted immune systems. But they do have families and they do have people that maybe can. So I'm not saying it's an easy decision, but we got to move forward. And I think everybody's on that same page, and so is Tom Brady, obviously. Now, will Tom Brady be canceled? Will there be picketers outside of the Tampa Bay facility uh, denouncing Tom Brady for having the audacity to suggest that we should be playing football this year? I mean, there's already people criticizing him. I I don't think the people in Tampa will because they're so desperate for a winner. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're just hanging on to the fact that uh, they want to have an NFL season. Imagine, I've said since the start of this, you know, Tom's 43 years old. So imagine if they do not play the NFL season, how impactful that would be everywhere, but especially Tampa. They get Tom Brady. They get Rob Gronkowski. And, oh, by the way, they have the Super Bowl. Now, imagine you cancel that season, and Tom's 44, mm-hmm. and you no longer have the Super Bowl. It would be devastating to them. Right. I totally agree with you. John McMullen, our NFL insider, yeah, talking th- about that stuff. And I agree. I mean, listen, Malcolm Jenkins, and I said yesterday, he has a right to his opinion. He's a CNN analyst. You know, he's, he's made a lot of money. But the bottom line is, a lot of people will jump on what he said and said a lot of players will think the same thing. Hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe it's not worth the risk. You expect there to be a groundswell of people who follow suit along with, uh, you know, along with that, that sentiment right now? No, I, I don't expect a groundswell. I expect a few here and there. I mean, you look at Avery Bradley in basketball. I mean, that's an indication he's got uh, kids who have some uh, immunodeficiency orders. That, to me, makes perfect sense Absolutely. why he doesn't want to play. Absolutely. Uh, and I think you'll have certain instances where players are dealing with things in their family. Uh, that they will bow out. But, I, I mean, Malcolm himself, after later clarified, he wants to play specifically. And he is in a different, you know, st- status of life or status of his career than a lot of NFL players. He's already made $50 million or so. Uh, he's got other interests. You know, he's he, he thinks differently than maybe a rookie, making the rookie minimum. I mean, that's an essential job for a rookie making that money, especially if he already, you know, started thinking about life and, and, and having a, a good job and maybe buying a house, buying a car, getting a mortgage, getting an expensive car payment. All of a sudden that becomes pretty essential to people, um, you know, who are living life. And I, would, I hate that argument, essential versus non-essential. Because I'm not going to tell anybody who lost their job and can't pay their bills. That they weren't essential. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I just don't believe in that. Yeah, think about how many players in the league are like our friend Colin Thompson. You know, exactly. Just trying to get the foothold yeah. in the league. You know, he's getting ready to get married, getting, getting engaged. You're trying to start your life. I'd say football is pretty essential to those yeah. guys, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a, everybody's essential when you have a job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And. You know, again, when you don't have that coming in and you don't have money to pay your bills and 
you know, and someone tells you, oh, you're not essential, I, I, I wouldn't take that well. So I can imagine how they would take it. Great, John McMullen. So we're getting close. Next week we're going to be in July, John. Yeah, July 28th. Uh, that's the start of training camp. So no matter what anyone says, I mean, the NFL is going to start. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. I, I do think in the Hall of Fame game that caused a bit of an uproar, but that was expected to be canceled. I, I You know, the, the secret behind the scenes is pretty much an open secret, but there's going to be two preseason games most likely. So they're going to scale back again from the four preseason games that'll create another uproar but this is the plan and the reason they want to they're not going to eliminate the entire preseason because they want these dry runs they want everybody to have a home game and a road game Mm. to make sure that they can handle all the new protocols and things like that so it's sort of like more of a dry run and evaluation for coaches or things like that. That's how the league is looking at it, at least. Oh, so you think they're going to definitely have two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the plan. They're going to have two. Um, and I imagine that'll they'll announce that uh, before training camp starts. And, again, I, I think that's going to be played up as, oh, they, they're canceling preseason games. But that's sort of not locked in, but that's sort of the way they're thinking and the fact that there's not a necessity to get four, but we need to get those dry runs in. So one home game, one road game. All right, now That's all how I think it's going to shake Yeah, out. I agree with you, John. They have to play two games before they start counting. Yeah, well, I don't think they do from a football standpoint. I really don't. I, I, but I've said that for years, long before COVID. I mean, college football shows up. They don't have any preseason. They're just fine. Yeah, but they're, I, playing, I, I, like, they're playing like the little sisters of the poor in the first couple of weeks. Well, some are, some aren't. I mean, you know, some do schedule decent games early. But, I, I mean, the point, just from talking to coaches, I mean, they, they don't value preseason games as much as they used to because – there's not there's practice so scaled back. There's not hitting. You you don't have a lot of days and pads. So they sort of shifted from the cost benefit analysis of well we can't prepare like we want to prepare anyway. So the goal now is to be as healthy for week one as possible. So you don't want to be out there getting players injured in meaningless games. And that's sort of the way coaches have shifted their thinking. All right, uh, John, in all your radio appearances, uh, you know, on this show and various shows, you're extending the play podcast with Ryan Rothstein, your Philly voice columns. How will you be referring to the football team that resides in the District of Columbia? Uh, no, well, I, I call them the Redskins for one simple reason. That's the name of the team. Like, when I, I missed a day, you know, I have a journalism degree. I missed a day where we were supposed to pretend things didn't exist. So since early, I think Peter King was the first one who wouldn't use the team name. I have no problem with that from an editorial standpoint. If you're writing a column, if you're writing an opinion piece, I have no problem with people taking that path and saying we shouldn't use this name. Mm -hmm. That's where it should be. But from a news standpoint, I mean, think about this. Philadelphia Inquirer being the latest. If they change the name of the Redskins, they can't tell the story properly because they can't say the name. To me, just from a journalistic standpoint, it makes no sense whatsoever. 
it's not our job to pretend things don't exist. That's the name of the team, and that's the name I'll call them until they change it. And if they change it, I'll call them the new nickname. Exactly. <laughs> they, they're going to have a bigger problem with the, with the term Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have right. to change both names. I yeah. think they well, should be called the D.C. Bullets. Bring the bullets back. I mean, oh, yeah. bullets are flying everywhere now. It's no longer it's no longer bad to say bullets. I mean, bullet casings in this city are piling up on like like a mountain. Like the, they're going to you know where the junkyards are at 61st yeah. Street when you come into the city. Sure, there's going to be bullet casing mountains over there, like all the scrap left. metal places. Exactly. Too. Well, yes. I love that. I, I think I said it last week on the show. I love that Babylon B headline. The Redskins are changing their name to the DC Reds. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know they voted. They voted today in the House of Representatives in Congress to make. D.C., a state. the 51st yeah. state, John. Yeah, how about that? Wow. 51. That's what we need, all more politicians, politicians in D.C. Yeah. More all politicians. politicians that don't know how many states we have right now are going to be really thrown a curveball. Exactly when they, right. When they got to go to 51. So what would the capital be, Georgetown? <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know? Good question, Nick. But the other yeah. big story breaking today, though, John, which we a lot of people— No, we're not talking about practice, is now when you're a realtor— and you're showing someone a home. You know what you can't say anymore, Robin? No, what? You can't say it's the master bedroom anymore. Oh, no. It's not the master bedroom anymore. Mm. Hello? What is it? It's the main bedroom. Oh. Main bedroom. Yes. Okay. Not the main cabin main... master area up there. There's still main cabin masters The main up in... bedroom is where you bring your main squeeze. Mm. There you go. Oh, okay. See how, Robin? Gotcha. Right. I, I, okay. Don't you have a background in some real estate, Robin? I do. See, that's, that's good knowledge, right? We <laughs> solved uh, that maybe, one. Maybe you want to throw a curveball, Robin. Maybe you want to <laughs> use a different room occasionally. True. You know, mix it up. <laughs> I agree. But what if there's two main bedrooms? Like, you know, they have two. Well, only one has an ensuite. Not so, necessarily. Yes. There's a lot of homes now that have two, what they used to call master bedrooms. Yeah. What about Jack and Jill? I mean, isn't that offensive? When it's, we got a Jack and Jill bathroom here. Right, right. I don't want no Jack and well, Jills two, in my house. Two, Jack and Jill parties. Exactly. <laughs> two master bedrooms, excuse, excuse me, two main bedrooms. Uh-huh. That creates a lot of, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, when you watch these shows on HGTV and they're doing you know, house hunters and they go in and say, this is the master, and then the person, that, like the wife will say, no, I think this is the guest one. And then they go into the other one. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to have confusion yeah. because some That's people... That's a lot of pressure. There really is a lot of pressure. In, in two bedrooms, a lot of pressure. They're going to go the back. Great Jerry, the great Jerry Seinfeld had a bit on that. I, I have enough trouble uh, keeping busy in one bedroom. Never yeah, mind right. two. Hey, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I mean, you know, times are tough, man. Wow. You know, you got to take what's available, as they say. you got to go with the best available... Well, in New situation. York City, the, uh, you could rent out that Burger King bathroom for about 1500 a month. Who are you, Rick, P- Rick Pitino? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's in the back room of an Italian that restaurant. That was a nice Italian that place. Was a, that was the back room of an Italian joint. Every good Italian joint has the back that's room. That's a nice back so the guys room. guys go back and play cards, all the grease balls right, and all yeah. those guys, you know what I mean, smoking cigars, right. that kind of stuff. Drinking their little cups of espresso. Exactly yeah. right, Harry. You know your stuff, man. <laughs> The great. <laughs> Anything else that we should look forward to next week? So we're going into a weekend. Next week's 4th of July already next week. And this is the last Friday in June, John. What, are we, yeah, what can we expect? It's getting, it's getting late early. Yes. So we, we've been saying that all the offseason. The NFL's got time. The NFL's got time. Uh, not as much time now. Yeah, things got to start ramping up. But, uh, hey, everybody's moving forward. So 
Um, I don't see anything changing uh, except people screaming at each other on social media. Well, thank God I don't get engaged in any of that stuff. <laughs> I stay away from that kind of crap. <sighs> at J.F. McMullen on Twitter. <laughs> exactly right. Follow him. Are you on Parlor yet, John? Uh, you know, I, I saw everybody going to Parlor. I, I think I put in my email address to create account, and I got frustrated and <laughs> forgot about it. Come on, John. I'll get to it eventually. He doesn't, gotta get to it. He doesn't I mean, sound very I don't even motivated. know how to use it, but I'm on there. No, you exactly. need to send a message to the world that we well, are not going to tolerate I, I, lack of free speech. Where you, you know, social media is used for promotional purposes. That's mm-hmm. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Everything in my life is used for promotional purposes. That's yeah. the only reason I have one. It's me too. Yeah. To be honest with you, I use it like until I use it up, as the great Bill Withers once sang. You just keep on using me until you use me up. Harry's happy now. He has guy. We have a golf update. Yeah. Harry. His boy, John, I don't know if you're in Harry's Fantasy Golf League. My guy just birdied three straight holes. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, I forgot to mention, obviously, the PGA. So everybody is moving forward. I don't know why people think the NFL is not going to move forward. Exactly right. John, the great John McMullen and Sons. You can follow him on Twitter. And remember, chicken soup and Sprite. Or 7-Up, whatever you prefer. Exactly right. By the way, is, is McGangbang a sandwich, John? Because I see that tweet uh, trending today, the <laughs> McGangbang. Uh, you can put Mick in front of anything. Make it anything you want. Exactly you right. You can even put a McBruno together. Do that. that has a nice ring to it. McBruno. I like yeah. it, yeah. It, everything does. You can put a Mick in front Irish of anything. He's the Irish Italian version. Exactly yeah. right. <sighs> hey, John, great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. All right, you two guys, thanks. There he is, John McMullen. Put your hands together, Harry. John McMullen does not watch strippers in 3D and virtual reality. What does that even mean? In other words, you look, you're, they feel, you feel like they're right there when you watch. You ever put the I've never had one on? of those VR uh, headsets it's on. It's incredible, no. man. Seriously. It's yeah. a little bit nause- nauseous-causing. Nauseating? Nause- yeah, nauseating. What, do you get motion sickness it from it or weird. something? It is weird. Like our, our, Freddy, jo- our friend, our buddy Johnny. Johnny and Jackie out there in uh, California, we went to his house. His, he has a room that is a virtual room. And you put it on, you can go into a roller coaster. I don't like that because yeah. I want to see where I'm going, even though you can see the, the things coming. Right. But you can walk in and feel like you're falling off the edge of a cliff. Oh, I, I do not no, need but that. No, yeah. but you're not falling off right. the edge yeah, of a cliff. I know, but, but it, it's, it, it kind of, it's like a I feel that way when I watch F. something on TV where a guy is like yeah. the heights or jumping off a cliff or something. I'm like with I you. get that feeling. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. That's why I don't like virtual rides. Like mm. when you go to a lot of these uh, attractions now, they're all virtual. So you're sitting inside, and it's basically a thing that's spinning around, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't see it, and you feel the motion, and the seats move in, in, in conjunction with the film and stuff like that. And so, and it's really weird because yeah. roller coasters don't bother either one of us at all. I mm-hmm. mean, I can go up, up and down all over, round and round, but the virtual ones mm. bother me for some reason. I want it real. I don't want it virtually real. Speaking of that, we will have a, an update today from Miss Robin on... People appearing to be what they're not. Yep. Well, they're not really virtual. They're real. Yeah, but, but issues might resolve. And when we come back, we are going to have a very special guest. A special guest. Yes. That's right. That is right. So stick around. That's coming up next. If you love and support our veterans like we do, you want to listen to the next segment coming up. Stick around.
We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your <laughs> beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. <laughs> There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Hey folks, this is Tony Bruno, and you can now hear my show weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 211. You know me, I've been around forever, and I'm an essential service, along with my man Harry Mays, where we talk about sports, right, Harry? Yes, and even outside the world of sports, which unfortunately is the world we're living in right now, Tony. But we have fun doing it every day. So tune in for the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays, weekday afternoons, 3 p.m. on Dan Patrick Radio 211, and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in your house. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is a Friday. It's a Fauci-free, free speech Friday, Harry. How about that for alliteration? Well, we do have a lot of illiterates good. that listen to the show. Yes, we do. And we thank you. We're thankful for that. You don't really have to spell or know anything. To, you just have to know where to go. Sirius XM 211, SB Nation Radio, Twitch.tv. And you know we like to do stuff for good people out there, mm -hmm. too, Harry. Good causes. Lots of charity stuff out there we always get involved in, do many things. But one of the things that's always been near and dear to me is veterans. My dad served in the military with the, the, 20, with the 82nd Airborne back in World War II. I've got the flag up there. When you get that folded flag, Harry, that's mm -hmm. always in your mind. My dad's always in my mind. And there's a lot of great veterans out there. 
and there's great groups like Wounded Warriors, who we do a lot of stuff with. With Chris Visser, every year when we go to the Super Bowl, the Wounded Warriors have a game. They play here in Philly a lot with Ron Jaworski's involved. Right. But there's an organization on social media. Code of Vets. The Code of Vets. It's run by Gretchen Smith, who's an Air Force veteran. And what she does is she helps a lot of veterans right now going through the COVID stuff, not having money to pay their bills, Maybe to they feed lost their, their family. Job. Exactly. Yeah. And Gretchen Smith joins us right now. Gretchen, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate and laud the great work you guys are doing. Oh, my gosh, Tony. Thank you for having me on, sharing our mission. I'm fired up. We're doing a great job for our veterans out there. So thank you for sharing what we're doing. So now people can go on and follow at Code of Vets on Twitter. Now, are you on Parlor too? Yes. I, yeah, I'm on Parlor, Facebook, Instagram, but my primarily place, the place where I do my business and where I'm at this time is Twitter. That's where we get, we, we get the job done. And so what you do is you'll post a picture. So the, these veterans will, I guess, contact you and say, here's my situation. I'm a veteran. I'm out of work. I got three kids. I can't pay my bills. I need like $1,100 to make things good. And then you post a picture of the veteran, and then people can contribute, right, and help that, that veteran out. That's right. Yeah, they, it's a simple process. We're grassroots. We're 501c3 that purely operates on social media, and you basically explained it. We do vet the veterans, and we require their DD-214s. We make sure that they, they're valid and that they are a vet who served honorably. And once we do that, I get on it and get them out there on Twitter, get with their their face, their picture, and it just makes that heart connection across the country with our donors and followers, and they push it out in turn. And as a result, I have found that we we can raise some serious funding, just grassroots alone, by doing that. It's, it's a unique way to uh, for crisis intervention. Now, so when you, yeah, so go ahead, Aaron. So then what happens next once you vet the veterans, so to speak? Is it a, a, a GoFundMe page kind of set up, and that's where people are directed to? Oh, no, no. On, on Twitter, I have a PayPal link okay. that I'll post with each veteran. It's one general pot. It's not one per veteran. And then as I'm pushing veterans out, because, you know, we have more than one at a time that I'll push through. And, you know, as the funds come in, I'm sitting there literally sending it right at, back out to the veterans who are waiting. We have under a 1% operating cost because of the way we function and operate on social media. There are no paychecks. We're all volunteers. So we're able to keep the cost incredibly low. So this is truly just, it's simple. It's about taking care of our own. And that's why it's, why it's exploded. We're very transparent. And the whole purpose is to take care of as many vets as possible. It's not for us to make a living on it. And that's what I, I feel like true charity is, is let's just take care of each other. And so we're doing it by putting veterans out there and giving them, you know, just letting people see their journey and their story and their struggle. And I tell you what, it's just been explosive and growth. Awesome. And you mentioned you have all the pictures of the veterans who are in need. And as you mentioned, yes. you're not sending the money to people aren't sending it to that individual. They don't pick and choose which veteran. They send it to you in the PayPal and it's in a, and it's in a pot. So then you decide, okay, we've got ten thousand. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So how yeah, many veterans have, have you helped so far? Because how long have you been doing it and how many people have you helped so far? Oh, my gosh. We, last year was our first full year in operation as a 501c3, and we touched over 3,400 veterans' lives in different ways. We raised $791,000, and again, 99% went to the veterans. That's insane. That's a, that's a huge deal, and this year it's going to be even more than that. We partnered with Charlie Daniels and his vet org April 17th, and since that time 
period alone, we have raised 532000 and we have assisted 541 veterans and their families, meaning we've paid groceries, utilities, rent, or mortgage. We're giving them a brief financial reprieve from not having a job, and it just keep, it's keeping them from being in such a hole that they're not going to be able to dig themselves out of. So I really do believe, we, you know, that we, we are crisis intervention, and we do assist some of them that need longer-term assistance behind the scenes. We have a team in place of professional advocates who can walk them through and stabilize their lives long-term long if there are issues. But right now with COVID, these, I'm telling you what, these beautiful men and women are just like us. They are um, absolutely gorgeous Americans who have just uh, lost their jobs and have no idea what to do. They've never had to reach out for help. Tony, I've never seen anything like it. The numbers are just staggering, and I can't tell you the quality of these men and women. That, um, they don't deserve this, and, and I am just so proud and honored to be able to do this for them. Well, you're a great American and a great veteran. I mean, the Air Force, uh, obviously, you've served this country well, and these people all serve our country. And there's so many different things that veterans are. I mentioned the Wounded Warriors, you know, all the different organizations to get chairs for the vets and things of that nature. And those things are long-term help. But this right. is right now people who need our help. Exactly, because yeah. exactly. there, you know, there are veterans sleeping on our streets who can't, can't pay their bills, can't feed their kids. Yeah, exactly. And we have veterans reaching out to us who are skipping meals to make sure that their child gets three meals a day. We have some vet veterans eating every other day. I, I just cannot stress how this is such an emergency situation. We've got veterans sitting in apartments without running water, electricity, or disconnect notices, and we always put them at the top of the list, and so we're always triaging these cases that come through. But it's, it's, it's absolutely unacceptable for our warriors, our American heroes, to be in these kind of situations, especially the ones who have been stable their entire lives and have never asked for anything. This is just a situation that's beyond their control. And I feel like it is our responsibility. It is it, it's a, it's for us to secure them. Uh, it, I, I, I literally, you know, I still have trouble believing we're actually going through this, this as a country. No, I hear you. Gretchen, you are an absolute hero and a saint, and what you're doing is God's work out there and all the people who are helping along. And I hope all of our listeners follow at Code of Vets, Code of Vets on Twitter, and you can see the, the list of all the different people who have requested aid, and you can see what they need, and then you just contribute to the, the PayPal account, and then the money is distributed to these warriors and all of these people who are going through hard times right now. And beyond just the monetary contribution, the um, emotional support that you can give people who are suffering and they, they just need an ear to listen to or somebody to, to hear their story. Um, you have found, Gretchen, when we spoke yesterday, that it makes a difference just knowing that there are people out there that care about them. That's right. Our, you know, our veterans struggle. Sometimes they isolate themselves from the world. So social media is a really powerful tool and a great way to reach out to these veterans. You know, I, I, they, they contacted me. I had one that contacted me and said, Gretchen, you, you saved my last, last year, life last year, and you don't even know my name. You know, I, I was going to kill myself, and I had a gun in one hand and a phone in the other. And my phone buzzed, and I reached down, and I, and I pressed on that tweet that had popped up, and it was a tweet about hope, and it was a, a tweet about it's going to get better, it can get better. And he said because of that tweet, he said, I, I was scrolling through and reading all the veterans' comments that were on there. He said, I chose differently that day. You got me through that moment. And that's, what, that's the power 
of us coming together and helping each other and being there in those dark times and not even knowing it, just just pushing out there every day and saying, you matter. Your life matters. Your service matters. We are here for you. There is always help as long as there's breath. Now, you also, uh, you, you point, you know, you, you tweet not just that veterans help, but you tweet stats like 22 veterans commit suicide every day. And there's yes. all the, and you put the phone numbers out for these people yes. to, to have the different organizations, Warriors Hard and Shepherds Men and PTSD yes. USA. So you even give the information to all these people, as you mentioned, who are troubled mentally trying to get through this to help them as well. And that's, that's huge. And we retweet that all the time because, as you mentioned, one, re, one retweet can save a life. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And Dad was one of those 22, and I do it every day to honor him. Uh, and I know that he's watching in heaven, you know, just saying, you go, baby girl. <laughs> I'm just, you know, um, he, he, he wasn't able to get the help that he needed, but because of his journey and his story out there, um, it's changed some lives, and what we're doing matters. Well, Gretchen, we really, really appreciate you coming on. I, every time I see you on my feed there, I'm like, wow, what a great job she's doing. And we're glad that you got a chance to come on here, and hopefully our great audience out there who really help in everything that we try to promote here, which have, is always good stuff. We have tons of veterans that listen to the show. We mm -hmm. always give them shout-outs. So if there's anybody out there that needs a little bit of uplifting and togetherness throughout the day, if, uh, if they want to tune in to the show and in and the Twitch room, let me tell you, there's a lot of support there as well. So we, we love you guys, and we thank you for everything. Down there in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, oh, Harry. Yeah, have you man. been down there, Harry? Uh, not Murfreesboro, but close. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great state of Tennessee. Yeah. You know what else they have down there? Great whiskey, too, Harry. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. yes. <laughs> Including some of the legal stuff, too. Not yeah, just the stills right. and stuff down there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Gretchen, thank you so much. And uh, continued success. And anything we can do to help you, just let us know. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. There she is. Let's give her a roaring round yeah. of applause, Harry. That's uh, codeofvets.com. And then, of course, the Code of Vets Twitter feed. On Twitter. Go on the Twitter feed, seriously. Yeah. Just scroll yeah. through when you just have a cut. scroll through. Instead of going on there and talking about the Colin Cowherd and his stupid quarterback list that he's getting tortured over, that's why we don't do lists on the show. Right, right. right. You and put sadly, a list up, you get hammered. Yeah, you get crushed. I mean, suicide is is a horrible thing anyway, but unfortunately, in the... Um, military family suicide is a big problem people are already suffering from PTSD they're already suffering from all sorts of things when they come back home and anything else like what we are all going through compounds what they are already going through when they come back so um, we we again anything anybody needs just reach out uh, all of us here will support you exactly so that's good. I love doing that segments like that yeah. because these are the kinds of people that need help, and they're doing great stuff. And a lot of these charity organizations, you know, you send the money, you have no you idea what's going on. You don't know how much goes right. to the exactly. actress. And you don't you know. know where exactly it's going and how right, it's being right. distributed. Some of these She's people have, like, seven-figure people in charge of the charities. Yeah. Like where do you think that money comes from? Gigantic staff. Exactly. And, and listen, some of them need it. But, this, yeah. you know, she's doing a grassroots thing here, and, I, and those are the best kinds of charities. Yep. I'm not saying the bigger charities aren't worth giving to. I give to the Leukemia Society and those people who are fighting all these diseases. But this is a great, great cause, and she's done a great, great job. Yeah, Nothing can stop the U.S. Air Force, Harry. She combined with Charlie Daniels. That thing he does, the Journey Home yep. project, is pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you, Gretchen, and the job that you do every single day. 
It's not even a job. It's her passion. It's her life right now. No, I mean, she's, she's a awesome. veteran herself, so she understands firsthand. Her father had issues. So, I mean, she it's, it's in the family. She knows what everybody's going through. And she said she's in the position to do something and help them out. And, she, man. But she needs people to help her. Yeah. But so coming up in the next hour, Harry, you know what we're going to do now, now that we've done some good stuff for the veterans? Well, it's happy hour. Exactly. And it's guest-free. It's a guest-free, Fauci-free, free speech Friday. Yeah. Say that fast five times. <laughs> I cannot, I especially after can. a couple of Tito's. Well, that's why I said yeah, it now, exactly. because later on, you know, we're halfway through the next hour. Let's try to have Robin do that at about 540 today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How long before Robin is in, incapable of uttering one complete sentence? She'll be in the bag oh, by the 515. Under. What's yeah, the over-under over set no at 511. Yeah, 511 <laughs> Eastern time. Wow. So, okay. Call Way the strapper line. Me under the bus. Wow, you want to Robin, you know, when you develop a reputation it's it's hard to shirk it's, yes it really is you know you are you know as as the ye of little faith as the great dennis green once said they are who we thought they were exactly right but the one thing robin you're not getting off the hook nobody gets off the hook on this show we'll give you some more chances to win that beautiful golf bag also in the next hour we'll tell you if you haven't done it so far so stick around in fact, we'll tell you, just go on to our Twitter, our Twitch feed, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Go on there, follow the show. It doesn't cost you anything. And then you just hashtag when you follow and you become part of the stream chat where hundreds of thousands of people join in and ridicule each other every day. You hashtag loudbagsinc, loudbagsinc, hashtag loudbagsinc, and one person's going to win a bag just like that flagadelic bag next Wednesday, and we have prizes for second place and third place too, courtesy of Dean down there at loudbagsgolf.inc. And 25% off if you want to buy a bag. Right, Bruno25 is Bruno the code, 25, right? Bruno25, baby. Yeah. No, I'm not running uh, for governor in 2025. No. I'm out of that business, and I've never been in it. And I'm grateful for it all these years later, Harry. So we're going to do that. And the phone number, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. You call, we talk.